This podcast is brought to you by Biorad. The logic behind biologic antibody drug names, read by Dr. Kimberly Brian Dodd. With long similar sounding names, remembering the generic names of different biologic drugs such as vedolizumab and TVO and alemtuzumab, Campath, can be tricky. Rather than each name being entirely random, they are based on a system that is designed to help healthcare professionals identify and prescribe the right drug. Once you understand this system, you can get an insight into how the drug works, which is important as drugs may have different trade names in different countries. The naming system used today was introduced in the 1950s by the World Health Organization using a method called International Non-Proprietary Names, INN for short. Each licensed biologic drug is assigned a generic name. With the exception of the first monoclonal antibody drug, Miramonab, every monoclonal antibody drug has a common ending. The three-letter suffix MAB or MAB stands for monoclonal antibody. Substems were introduced in 1997 and form the middle part of the name and provide information about how the drug is derived, that is, how human it is and its mode of action. The first few letters at the start of the name form the unique identifier and can be used to distinguish between drugs with similar properties. Taking the drug Eculizumab, marketed under the name Solaris as an example, it can be broken down into four parts. Eculizumab. Ecu, ECU, is a unique identifier. Li, Li, is the part of the substem that provides information about the function. In this example, Li stands for immunomodulating. Eculizumab works by inhibiting terminal complement activation. The third part, ZU, ZU, is the part of the substem that donates how human the drug is. In Eculizumab's case, the ZU represents human eyes. And finally, MAB, MAB, means that Eculizumab is a monoclonal antibody drug. Taken together, a healthcare provider can understand the logic behind the name and help to ensure that the right drug is prescribed. Rituximab, trade name Rituxan, is a medication used to treat some cancers. In this example, RI, RE, is a unique identifier. TU, 2, is the part of the substem that indicates it acts on tumours. XI means it is a chimeric drug, and MAB, MAB, again identifies the drug as a monoclonal antibody. Over time, it has become possible to design more complicated biologics and the naming convention has needed to adapt as the definitions of what is classed as human, humanized or chimeric drugs continues to evolve. Several changes have been made to the sequence alignment thresholds to try and reflect our changing understanding of these definitions. Many drugs that were originally classified as human would instead be classified today as humanized based on newer definitions. It is imperative that healthcare practitioners can communicate the immunogenicity risks of prescribed drugs and understanding how human the drug is has important ramifications. Biosimilars are given the same INN name as the originator drug, but may not always be approved for the same indications as the original biologic. Getting the balance right to accurately convey monoclonal antibody properties while reducing patient confusion isn't straightforward. A proposal to differentiate between biosimilars of the same originator drug with a four-letter suffix was first approved and then shortly after withdrawn. 
As the number of biologics and biosimilars continues to grow, ensuring that medical professionals can still easily recognise and distinguish between different biologics and any related biosimilars will be paramount. Whether there will be any further changes to the international non-proprietary naming system remains to be seen. You have been listening to our podcast on the logic behind biologic antibody drug names. For more information on this topic, take a look at our blog, Who Decides What's in a Biologic's Name? We also have a range of information about bioanalytical antibodies on our website, bio-rad-antibodies.com slash idiotypic.